Welcome. Becoming an excellent intuitive life coach and building a profitable coaching business does not have to be overwhelming or difficult. It's all about mastering the key pillars in both coaching and business building. Welcome to the Healthy Wealthy Intuitive Life Coach podcast, dedicated to helping you become an excellent intuitive life coach and build a profitable coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Gailey, and I've been an intuitive life coach and running my multiple six-figure coaching business for several years now. And there was a time in my life not that long ago when I couldn't even imagine making six figures or more in my business. And I'm here to tell you it's possible. Together, you and I are going to go down this path, and I'm going to teach you how to become an excellent coach, make offers, provide transformational coaching, attract real clients, and make real money as a coach. We're living in a time right now where the coaches, the healers, the helpers, and light workers are needed more than ever. So it's time to put our stakes in the ground. It's time to put ourselves out there and create the impact we were born to make and also create the income that you desire to make for yourself and your family. So let's do this. Hello there. I hope you're doing really, really well today. In this episode, we are talking about the four pillars of intuitive life coaching. I know I've talked about this before. I know I keep talking about this, but I believe so strongly in these four pillars that if you practice these four pillars, you will become an excellent intuitive life coach. And this is um, some, I'm asking myself like, how did you get so much confidence and belief about these four pillars? And the answer is years of experience, that's it. So here's how it started. I was working as, honestly I was working as a, I called my, I was a medium for many years. Just worked, you know, talking to people who've crossed over and connecting them with their loved ones still in a human body. That's what I did for a couple of years. Then I kind of moved more into psychic work because psychic work was dealing with the client more than talking to their loved ones and spirits. And I really liked working with the person more in front of me. That evolved more into coaching, which was so It was the missing piece in my work for way too long. That evolved into coaching, and then the whole thing evolved into what I called intuitive life coaching, okay? Because I wanted still to bring in my intuition and teaching teaching my clients how to tap into their intuition. I wanted them to learn how to trust that inner guidance. That was the intuitive part, and then the life coaching part. Okay, so I I built my first six-figure business with with just intuitive life coaching clients working one-on-one. After a while, my intuitive life coaching clients would say to me, hey, do you think you could teach me how to use the tools you use on me with others? And I'm like, you wanna coach people like I coach people? And they would say, yes. And I'm like, I don't see why not. Why couldn't I teach you what I do with you. And I didn't really have a framework consciously dialed in yet, 
but those students asking me to teach them forced me in the best way to dial in and, and like become conscious. Like, Michelle, what are you really doing here with people? Can this be duplicated? Can someone else use this system and they get results for their clients too? And the answer became yes. That me working one-on-one -on -one to teach coaches eventually rolled into me developing the first um, intuitive life coaching certification program. I want to say the first, first one, I didn't even call it that, was in 2017, my first attempt at working with a group of people. Then we, I, I really got serious about it, though, in 2019. I had my first official intuitive life coaching certification program students. And, I t and it was a three-month program back then. I took those students through the program, and they were able to b take those skills that I use in my coaching, learn them, practice them, and get results for their clients. I did it again in 2019. I did it again. I took it two more groups of people through in 20, 2020 then. And then in tw it was awesome. It was working. In 2021, I think I've got my dates right, or really by the end of 2020, my students who had graduated from the certification program, we would have these alumni calls once a month because we become friends and like I wanted to see how their lives were what's going on like you know we become very close when you do the inner work together so we would have these alumni calls and the alumni students would say Michelle I don't have any clients I'm like oh okay well go get yourself some clients well I don't know how to get clients what Michelle how do you get clients those alumni calls started to turn into business building calls and that, so it's like I was being shown the next evolution of what people, what my people needed. So in 2021, I took the Intuitive Life Coaching Certification Program and I turned it into a year long program, which includes not only four months of Intuitive Life Coaching Certification, but then we go the rest of the time, the rest of the year, the, the other six months, no, look, the other, whatever, 10 months or 11 months, who knows, they cross over a little bit. And we do business building, how to build a profitable coaching business. Now, here's what I've learned in my time doing both. I've learned it's very easy for me to teach someone my framework on how to get people change, how to create change for their clients, I have a proven roadmap for that. I'm, I have confidence and my students have confidence. That's the easy part. The challenging part is business building. We Most of us aren't naturally wired to build businesses. We aren't naturally wired to promote ourselves, right? We aren't naturally wired to put ourselves out there. In fact, a lot of the best inner work I've ever done for myself came through me building my business. A lot of the roadblocks and obstacles that I had within myself were not revealed to me until I tried to grow a profitable coaching business. 
And that is true for my, for my students also. And the cool thing is when those obstacles, those, those inner resistances come up in my program, we have the tools as coaches, we use those tools on ourselves to bust through the obstacles and the blocks and then move on and build the profitable coaching businesses. I'll do another podcast sometime on the biggest obstacles I see as people build their profitable coaching businesses. Okay, I went on and on there, and I know this is all about the four pillars of intuitive life coaching. So here we go. Um, uh, Some of you are listening to this with just audio, great. I'm also doing a video at this time for YouTube, and my um, picture, do the sun coming in the window, you can't see it too well, but don't worry, I'm going to be talking about each one. Okay, here we go. Pillar number one, life coaching. Life coaching is very important in intuitive life coaching. Now let's, before I even get into that, let's use the model of the iceberg. I know most of you have heard of how we use the model of an iceberg to speak about our minds. And so you've got the iceberg and the water. The tip of the iceberg is only 10% of the iceberg. And just like we're only about 10% conscious and our consciousness is about 10% and it includes our willpower, our thinking, our what we perceive, um, the meaning we give things, things like that. That's in our conscious mind. And it's only about 10% if you follow the iceberg model. And I do because I haven't found a better model yet to speak of the to speak about the mind. Now here's the cool thing, or I don't know about if this is a cool thing. We are about 10, so about we are about 10, our consciousness runs the show about 10% of the time. 10, we're, we are aware 10% of the time. But I think we walk around the world thinking that our conscious mind is running the show. And it's not. The subconscious mind is running the show. It's driving actually our thoughts. It's driving our behaviors. It's So let's talk about what's in the subconscious mind real quick. Our habits eventually end up in the subconscious mind once they become automated. Our beliefs, our values, our emotions, our feelings, our intuition, our body, I think, is a physical representation of the subconscious mind. That's probably another podcast, but if you, I can get you to believe that, I, the work we do is amazing, especially with physical pain. Okay, so these are the things that I believe reside in the subconscious mind, and this is about 90% of what drives the bus of you. Okay? Does that make sense? Okay, so let's get into it. Num- pillar number one, life coaching. Life coaching is great for mindset work, for thought work, for asking someone to give you the meaning of something, ask someone how they're perceiving something. It's very important to ask your client, what do you hope to accomplish today? That answer will come 
from whatever is in their conscious mind, even though the deeper peace, so it's just like the doorway to get to something deeper. And I always see what people say to me as the doorway to the deeper thing. Okay? So life coaching, pillar number one, very important. Pillar number two, energy work. I also call it emotional work. I also call it subconscious work. In other words, we're going to dig deeper. We are going to tap into the body, to intuition, to the imagination, to the emotions, to the feelings, the beliefs, and the values. We're going there because if we make change there, change happens. If we try to make the change in the conscious part of the mind, sometimes it does seem to work. Most of the time, becoming conscious of something doesn't change it. Let's look at anything. Think about your own life. Think about a diet or wanting to lose weight. We consciously know what we need to do to lose weight. We already know what to do, but most people won't do it or can't do it. That is a great example of being conscious of something doesn't change it. Now, continuing with the weight example, I think to work with someone with with weight, it would be so much more, you would get way better results if you focus on subconscious stuff. The habits, the beliefs, the way they perceive themselves, the emotions, intuition, even the body. I think weight and addressing the physical body could be the fastest path to weight loss. And it's not something I specialize in, but I would love to help. I've helped a few coaches in my program who wanted to specialize in weight loss, and they're killing it because we do it so differently. We We focus on the subconscious work, not the conscious mind. Okay, that was number two, energy work. Number three, intuition. Now there's many ways to tap into intuition What I used to do as a coach is I would just give readings to people. I would tell them what I was picking up for them. It is, there's nothing wrong with that, except it's not the most useful way to help people. What I find now using intuition, I have to really think about this because intuition is so natural now for me and the people I teach that it's almost hard to speak about because it becomes like a habit, like you don't even know how you're doing it. So one way I wanna share with you how intuition can serve your clients is to teach them how to tap into their own intuition. You will coach them on how to tap into their intuition, okay? And to learn how to trust what they're getting and act on what they're getting. They really believe in themselves. That's the best thing we can do. The other way that I find right now in my work um, coaching people, when they're talking to me, I can, it just feels a certain way. It almost feels like if somebody tells me they have a problem, it feels almost like a knot. Uh, I feel like a knot is all, (laughs) is the best I can say. And as I'm working with them, as I'm tapping into the subconscious and asking them questions and asking them what they want to accomplish and how do they feel and all this stuff? Where do you feel it in your body? I have lots of questions we ask them to tap into that deeper part to them. I can start to feel if that knot is loosening, if it's getting tighter. And my job as the coach is just to loosen the knot. 
and I, if I know if I if I help them loosen the knot here, they're going to see a change in their life, in their circumstances, in their relationships. Whatever they said they wanted a change with, they're going to see it. Um, and that's how I use my intuition these days. Okay, pillar number four, your special sauce. It's so important. I, I don't know how to relay how important you seeing yourself as unique and awesome is. And I know this is subconscious work, what I'm trying to do right now. The best thing I can say to you about your special sauce is the moment, the more you start to believe that you're awesome, it will be reflected back to you. The more you can see how much value you have in the world, it will be reflected back to you. The more you see that you have so much to offer and serve in the world, the more it will be reflected back to you. But do you see how it can't be reflected back to you until it's here within you? We can only have things reflected back to us that I think that are true of us, whether you deem them good, bad, or ugly. So step one is we've got to see ourselves as special and awesome. Not that, and everyone is. Everyone is special and awesome. Everyone has something unique to share with the world. And if everyone was sharing their awesomeness, the world would be more awesome. And it's our job to figure out what our awesomeness is. And your awesomeness isn't going to be just one thing. It's going to evolve and evolve and evolve as you know yourself more and fulfill more of your potential. You'll, it's, it's addicting. And then you'll inspire other people. It's a great life. I want you to have that sense of fulfillment and fulfilling your potential. And the other part of your special sauce when you start to see yourself is like giving value in the world and being awesome. Everyone has it. Everyone has it. And when you start to reflect, like I think that sometimes I see with my students, sometimes I think, I think they just, this isn't conscious what I'm thinking. This isn't conscious to my students. But sometimes I think all I'm supposed to do is remind them of their awesomeness. All I'm supposed to do, I mean, I know, I'm teaching them tools and other things and skill sets. But I notice a lot of times I'm just reflecting back to them their special sauce, their awesomeness, their uniqueness, how they serve in the world. And I'm helping, I'm reflecting back to them the belief they're building in themselves. The sentence that I used over and over and over again that really got this into my subconscious mind is this. And I would write this down, put it on a post-it, put it by your mirror when you're brushing your teeth in the morning and at night. Whatever you have a desire to do in the world, there's an equal or greater need for it in the world that only you can provide. I'm going to say it again. Whatever you have a desire to do in the world, there is an equal or greater need for it in the world that only you can provide.
And just think about that. To me, when I hear that, I feel a sense of excitement. And it's almost like I have a responsibility to go out and figure out what I'm called to do in the world and actually take steps towards it. When I stay focused on that sentence, it eliminates all of my doubt. It eliminates who do I think I am? I'm not good enough. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too heavy. I'm too skinny. I'm too, I don't know what else you can be. It eliminates all that. None of that matters. All that matters is whatever you have a desire to do in the world, there's an equal or greater need for it in the world that only you can provide. There's an equal or greater need for it in the world that only you can provide. And I'm talking about the you right now. Not the you after you, I don't know, get more educated, lose weight, whatever. Like, it's the you right now. And sure, you may want to get some education or you may want to make health changes. You're allowed to do all that and pursue your desires. You do it all. You do it all at once, okay? We don't stop pursuing what we're called to do because of other things. We make, we make space and room in ourselves for all of it. Okay, I hope this was helpful. This is my um, quick version. Here we go. The four pillars of intuitive life coaching based on years of getting results for people and then based on years of me teaching students how to get results for people. Here they are. Number one, life coaching skills. Number two, energy work slash emotional work skills. Number three, intuition skills. Number four, your special sauce. And you really uncovering that and stepping into it to help others. Okay, hope that was helpful today. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Bye. Recording stopped.